Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Happy No Collusion Monday. (laughs) Finally. The Mueller report is out. I think we can agree. Can we not that that is the top story of the day? I think so. Okay. All right. So we've got a lot to unpack there. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, American Financing. Um, I know that American Financing was a company that came and tried to work with Glenn um, before 2008. And Glenn said, hard pass. Glenn is a very solid businessman, said, no, I would not like to do any advertising for your company. (laughs) Uh, Do not pay us. Yeah, do not pay us any money for advertising. (laughs) Well, I mean, his his idea was pretty strong, though, because he had been on the air talking about how he was worried about the financial markets and the housing market in particular, and said, you know, look, they're doing really bad things with these subprime mortgages. These mortgage companies are all going to collapse. I don't want to get in business with them. So he told them, he said, hey, you know, if you, you survive this coming wave, uh, then come back to me. Well, they did survive the wave. They came back to him. I mean, things like Lehman Brothers went out of business. Uh, American Financing came back and said, you know what, we're ready to come on board. You know, how about it? And so Glenn looked into them and, and wound up doing advertising for them because he saw that they were solid. They knew what they were doing. They made promises, uh, that, and they kept those promises. Uh, and as you've mentioned before, that they're salary-based, so they're not trying to like lock you in and get like, little perks from the, a specific bank or anything like that. They don't have to worry about those commissions. They just come in and try to do the best job for you. They did that with me. They've done it with Glenn. Uh, they, they do a great job. Yeah. Looking for a home, it's a great place to go. So you can go to AmericanFinancing.net, or you can call 800-906-2440. All right, gentlemen. It, this has just been a bonkers day. I know later we will get to what's going on with Michael Avenatti, mm-hmm. which is just another can of worms to open. It's, it's almost like it's today's the president's secret birthday. So we were, we like were just discussing <laughs> off air. We were just like, this has to be the best day of President Trump's life. Right. And this is not, that's, that's quite a statement because, I mean, the, first of all, the dude's a billionaire. He's had some good days. Second of all, how many supermodels has he been sleeping with? <laughs> <laughs> this is a guy who's had some awesome days. And uh, yet here he is. I mean, I don't know how you could top this one. I mean, you have the, the Mueller thing, you got the Avenatti thing, and there's another thing I'm tied to the Avenatti thing with Jesse Smollett. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff going on today. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, you know, this is a, a great day for uh, the president. And you know, one of the things that's left out of this uh, is that, you know, he had some sort of secret exclusive information in this entire Russia investigation, was, which was he knew the entire time he didn't do it, right? Like, so this is not a surprise to Donald Trump, I would think. I mean, you know, it's not one of those things that's going to, you know, bowl him over. He knew the entire time. I mean, you're always afraid that something's going to come out or they're going to, uh, you know, who knows, one of his underlings did something. But he knew, I think, that he, he didn't do it. The problem with Trump, of course, is he acts the same way whether he did it or if he didn't do it, right? Like, he, he denied just as vociferously, you know, things like this, you know, the Stormy Daniels stuff when that was going on. Uh, you know, he didn't know anything about it. Yeah. Um, but that being said, uh, this is a great day for Donald Trump, I think, because, um, you know, it is uh, an embarrassment for the media. And, of course, that is the ultimate pleasure, I think, for Donald Trump, even talking supermodels. He likes the, he likes the media <laughs> failing even more than that. Um, you know, I was interested to see this, and I think there's a few lessons we can kind of take from it. Um, first of all, you know, this is shocking to, I think, everybody in the media and everybody on the left, but maybe Donald Trump just didn't do anything illegal. I mean, I know that's a disappointment. I think you should be happy about it, uh, that your president wasn't doing something illegal with Russia. This should be a positive thing. Uh, but maybe he just didn't, and maybe like that's an okay thing. He should be, uh, you know, all right. Or maybe Mueller is in on it, <laughs> right, and right. he secretly is in with the Trump <laughs> administration, and I, now he's covering for Trump. Maybe, I maybe. I, that's possible. Uh, but I think it's okay to come to the realization in which you just say, number one, 
the president just didn't do anything illegal. His family and the people close to him didn't. I mean, there were some uh, things that went on, you know, mainly lying to, to Congress and stuff, or to the FBI, uh, that were crimes and some indictments. But generally speaking, it looks like he's pretty clean on this one. So that's number one. Uh, number two, I think we can all look back at this now and say, you know what? Not a witch hunt. You know, it really wasn't a witch hunt. I mean, witch hunts, generally speaking, find their witches. It wasn't like in Salem they were looking around for witches and were like, oh, there's a real one. We found a real witch. The point of a witch hunt is you're looking for something that's not there and you still find it, right? The fact that Mueller went through this two-year investigation and didn't find the witch is an indication that he wasn't on a witch hunt. When you're on a witch hunt, you find the witch. And I think that's a good thing uh, for our, our system, right? I mean, the fact that they put somebody in, they said, was credible. Both sides, at the, kind of at the beginning, agreed he was a credible guy. Um, and it seems like he went through this in a way that was responsible. And, uh, and, and you know, I, even though the, the answer was, you know what, he didn't do anything wrong, that's what he came up with, and he was uh, willing to come out with that. I would, I would definitely agree that I think that uh, Mueller had nothing to do with a witch hunt. I think he was just there to do the job that he had to do. Um, I would, I would, but I definitely think the media and certain members of the Democrats are actually on a oh. real-life witch hunt, like for real. Totally, reals. totally. Because like, they're, they're still not stopping. Like A lot of them are not. They're like, no, I want the full report. Well, why do you want the full report? You know that you actually cannot get the full report. I think that's why. You, you do you think that that's why they're asking for it? Is right. just Absolutely. To say, well, because we when never saw it. the full report, yeah. so we can't say for sure whether right. what we were saying was accurate. <laughs> Absolutely. Who knows? The exact yeah. opposite of our system. Like We know if we saw everything, we, he would be guilty. And he's guilty until everything comes out and he's proven innocent. It's like, well, no, that's not the way. You're supposed to be innocent until you're proven guilty. Right? Like, you can't just assume the things you haven't seen prove his guilt. Yeah. Um, and so I, that part of it is, I think, ridiculous. And I think, like, we should also take a step back and think about whether this is uh, the investigator's fault this last two years of, of just nonstop nightmare. Or if it's if the fault should lie somewhere else. Which, And I would argue the media mm-hmm. and the politicians on both sides of the aisle. Because, I mean... Look at what the title is of this report. Do we happen to have that uh, handy? I, th- I thought we had a graphic with it. Yeah, here it is. Uh, report on the investigation into Russian interference in the 2016 presidential election. That's what, the, that's what the investigation was. It was not, hey, how do we find bad stuff about Donald mm-hmm. Trump? It was not, hey, how do we exonerate Donald Trump no matter what? It was, hey, let's look at what Russia was doing. If it happened to be with Donald Trump, we want to know about it. Mm-hmm. If it happened to be with, with, uh, with just you know, a bunch of them trying to go on the Internet and influence elections, fine. And I think after this whole thing, we land in a place in which we found we have 25 names of people in Russia who were actually doing this for real. Which is an amazing report. If you want to go back and read it and just the specifics, they are so detailed. Yeah. Like tracking IP addresses, Bitcoin accounts. I mean, it is. there's no question at all these Russians were involved with it. And that's, you know, like... That's not nothing. You know, some people, I saw some people commenting like, well, those people are going to go to prison. It's not what it's about. It's it, the information. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure, I'd love them to be in prison. However, like what's important to me is going forward when we have a nice detailed playbook about what Russia tried to do in 2016. So we can see yeah. how, what that means for future elections. We could see what that means for China or other countries trying to do the same thing. Like the information of an investigation that comes out and gets that sort of detail on the operations of influence uh, operations in, in, in our elections, this is really important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, while like a lot of people are like, well, you know, uh, this is nothing. Um, I think you could dismiss it as kind of nothing if you want. But is that true? I mean, like, what was the goal here? It's only the goal. It's only nothing if your only goal was to take out Donald Trump. Right. It's, it's not nothing if your goal is to find the truth about Russia. 
But right? I don't think there were many people who had that ultimate goal. Yeah, well, one of them seems to be Mueller, right? And that's that's a good thing. I, you know, I think you know, I think the average person is, that's what they really wanted. I mean, it became so salacious, and it was one of these things that every single news broadcast, every single night, was coming up with every single twist and turn of this thing. And really, what value does it have? I mean, none. I mean, we all knew eventually this, this report was going to come out. Um, and at that point, you have uh, information to actually look at. You know, we talked about this a lot on the show when these things would come out. We'd, we'd discuss them briefly and we'd hit the updates. And, that you know, it's important that you're kind of informed on, on what's going on. But the way, that, you know, these cable news networks lived and died by every single twist and turn in this case is just not a un- it's, it's an unhealthy way to live your life. You know, I mean, what think about that, the approach that we recommended here, which was, hey, now you keep up to date. But generally speaking, you're going to get this report at some point, And at that point, you're going to be able to judge it. There's no need to live and die and tweet every five seconds about the Mueller report. It's not out yet. Uh, and if you would have just waited and then looked at this report, you would have had the answer and you know, nothing would have changed in your life, except you would have lost a lot of uh, heartache throughout the last 22 months. The fanaticism on, you know, whether he was going to be guilty on this. And so they're like, half the time, I don't know if they're manufacturing information, I'm talking about mainstream media, mm-hmm. or if they're just so, I don't know, giddy that they're going to get something really crazy so they can be the first ones to say it. I mean, there's been multiple instances where they've been caught being dead wrong on a lot of this stuff. But just the fanaticism and how, like, they were looking forward to this, it seemed like. Like, how messed up in the head do you have to be? I mean, it's, it's almost like the accusation has lost all of its, like, meaning. Like, just seriously think about that. You are very giddy and hopeful that a sitting U.S. president conspired with a foreign government to undermine the United States of America. Why would you be giddy over that? Right. Yeah, like, you would be, should be dreading this day. And I want to go ahead, you know, we're talking about what they what they used to say uh, or what they've been saying for this entire two years. Let's take a look at a little bit of a flashback of that. Watch. My takeaway is there's a very real prospect that uh, that he may be the first president uh, in quite some time to face the real prospect of jail time. Do you agree with Congressman Adam Schiff, who is going to be the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, that President Trump could be uh, indicted and possibly face jail time after he leaves office? Yes. If we do the investigations, the information is there. We're fiddling while Rome is burning. This president needs to be impeached. I wouldn't be surprised after all of this is said and done that some people end up in jail. You know, and I think they're shocked that the noose is tightening and that people might go to jail. You're exactly right. For the that- rest of their lives. No, I think they're all going to jail. Sean Hannity is obsessed with me. And I wrote to him. I said, I don't know if you're going to do very well in jail. I mean, these are not these are these are solid statements that they're putting out there. Adam Schiff, didn't he say at one point he said that he had direct evidence or direct knowledge that that Trump had done this? I, it feels like they've all said that as well at one point. I, the, 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 you, you can't get any more bold than to say, I have direct knowledge that this occurred. <laughs> they obviously, and now all of a sudden the Mueller report comes out and that's not true. They obviously had no information to back up what they were saying. Nothing. That, that, that's slanderous. That's insane. And this is not the only investigation that's complete. Let's count. There's been three investigations that all the findings have been the same. The Mueller report, the Senate uh, uh, intelligence, and the, and the House. They've all come up with the same thing. There, were, there, was, there was no collusion. They've all said that. Yeah. So where the heck are people like Adam Schiff giving this other information from? Like, it's just, it's just such a blatant lie. And they've been caught red-handed doing it. It's absolutely insane. You mentioned slander. Um, what, do you think that Trump would have a case if, he, if they continued? Because I've seen some of the news networks still continuing to push the narrative 
believe it or not, I know it sounds crazy, <laughs> but even today, they're still continuing to push that narrative, the narrative that, well, he wasn't exonerated. They made it, if there's one thing they made very clear in this summary, it's that he wasn't exonerated. On, a, on obstruction. Right. Is that what they're talking about? Well, or they're yes. saying they're yeah. yeah. You could say that. It you, say I mean, that, you could say that, but I just makes, still feel like that's a twist I, of I still don't, exactly what we're dealing with. I mean, Stu, we were talking about this off there. I don't even say you can say that. Because if you looked at the case, and if you can't prove that he obstructed justice, then you, in our system, that means you're right. innocent. Exactly. And that was what that, I said it, earlier when I, I, was, I did a podcast with uh, Chad Prather. And that's kind of what I said, too, is, like, you can't prove that something didn't happen. Like, I could accuse you right. of anything I wanted. Although they kind of said they did do it when it comes to collusion, right? Like, they were like, you know what? No, there's absolutely nothing there. Look, there, I mean, I think what they're saying in the report, if you really you read it, I mean, it's four pages. It's worth your time to read the whole thing. You just spent $50 million on it, so you might as well read the four pages. <laughs> um, you know, it, it, I mean, it, I think what it says is, look, there are some things we're a little uncomfortable with. You know, I mean, most of the stuff he did in front of everybody, like, I mean, he was legitimately like, you know, on Twitter, like going after Michael Cohen, right? And Michael Cohen's going to testify and like, you know, I'm, this is just an example of this. But like, is that obstruction of justice? I don't know. He did it on Twitter. I, how, <laughs> it's not like he was, if he did it on a secret phone call, right, to some, uh, to, to his family, like maybe it would have been obstruction of justice, but he did it on Twitter. And it's like, I don't think that's obstruction of justice, but it's a weird world. I, I don't know how to even, you know, to measure that stuff at this point. Um, you know, I, I, like when it comes down to it, you know, they just it, it's one thing to say he didn't have any contacts with Russia. You, you, you can't prove that, of course, mm-hmm. because you're never going to know for sure. But you can say, OK, we have absolutely no evidence. There were things that Trump probably did that he would like to you know, probably do another way if he had the opportunity again to do it. Maybe people around him. Um, so maybe there were things that kind of hinted at it. But honestly, if they had a case on obstruction of justice, they would have recommended going forward with that case. They didn't because they didn't have the case. Uh, all they're just saying is, you know, look, we don't have we can't completely exonerate him from that. However, so how it, do you exonerate someone from something, you know, obstruct, obstruction of justice against what? Like what's there's no crime. There's no, crime. There's no underlying crime. Now, you can, as we've seen with, you know, for example, Papadopoulos or, uh, you know, even Roger Stone. Right. Like those people. Uh, you know, lied to the FBI, and there wasn't really an underlying crime there either. They were, God only knows why, just because, like, Roger Stone lying is his first language. He lied to the FBI, and now he's going to get in trouble for it. Um, You know, you can get in trouble for lying, even though there isn't a crime underlying. But, you know, it's a high bar to clear. If if the person is, your, your argument is essentially you're trying to obstruct justice to hide something, and you can't even tell us what the something is because there's nothing there. You've looked for the something, and there's nothing. Uh, you know, you're going to really go after the president on something like that? I mean, I, I, it, it does not seem like they have much of anything. And for some reason, that seems to be disappointing mm-hmm. to many in the media and certainly on the left. Which I think would tell me, that would indicate to me, that they hate one single individual man more than they love the country. Right? I mean, <laughs> it, isn't that what it comes down to? It does seem that way. I mean, if, you're, if your reaction to seeing the president was exonerated over serious accusations of... Uh, colluding with a foreign hostile power and your reaction to that is sadness, you need to rethink your life. Yes. Like, your life needs to be turned around. You are obsessed with this person. And the media is. Every story, every day, everything has to be about Donald Trump. And, you know, like, it doesn't have to be that way. There's help for you. It doesn't have to be that way. Jason, I want to save your comment. Hold it. Put it in your mind. (laughs) We'll be back in a second.
before we get back into the conversation, two things. The first one is, yes, I am wearing a sticker on my dress. It is for my son because he asked me to wear a sticker on TV. So those of you who feel the need to tweet at me telling me that I forgot that I have a sticker on my shirt... Not so. I know. It's a sticker. It's a minion, by the way. You're welcome. Uh, we also want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. So I was in a car accident, uh, I don't know, 2013, and uh, as a result of that, messed up my knee. Um, that fixed itself eventually after surgery, but then I was left with some protruding discs, which, as you might guess, is not comfortable. <laughs> no. In fact, it's just, like, just constant pain, just all the time, never-ending go to sleep with it, you wake up with it, it affects your every life, or every, every minute of your life, and um, thought that there was no end in sight for that. And then I came over here to The Blaze and saw Glenn always talking about Relief Factor. It you know, had worked for him, and so I started taking it, and it really works. It works for me as well. Uh, nothing else had worked before, and plus I'm kind of a hippie, so all the <laughs> all-natural drug-free stuff worked for me. Sorry, still. Mm -hmm. I know that that hurts. I, try, I, I take your share of the drugs and ingest them. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's 100% drug-free, and it really tackles the inflammation in your body, which is, you know, oftentimes the root cause of the problem. Find out if it works for you. It works for 70% of the people who try the three-week quick start pack. They go on to keep ordering more. So the odds are in your favor that it will work for you, and it's only 20 bucks. $19.95. So if it doesn't work for you, you're out 20 bucks. But if it does work for you, it's life-changing. Take it from me. You can go to relieffactor.com or you can call 800-500-8384. Um, Jason, go ahead. Did you remember? I did. Remember your comment? All right. We're well, talking about Mueller. I was just about to say that. I, the only thing that I really – like so – in the process, just so we know, uh, what we got on Friday was basically the last point in what uh, Bob Mueller's part in the process was, which he delivers this entire, who knows how long this thing is. It could be a thousand pages long. I, I don't know. But then the first step in the process after that is the attorney general then gives us what we got on Sunday, which is basically his kind of summary of what you know, the charges were or whatever, or what, I guess the, like the main points of interest, and then if there's any action taken. In this case... No crimes, no action taken. The, the next point is if, and it, this is how it kind of lays out in the, um, in the uh, DOJ order for a special counsel, is that if it's in the public interest, like, and this is obviously in the public interest because everyone wants to know, if it's a big enough issue, then it gives some leeway to the attorney general that he can, you know, I guess go through and heavily redact and pick out the things that aren't too invasive on people's privacy and then release that stuff to the public. That's what we're waiting for now. He did say in his summary that it is in the public interest, so we're now just kind of in a holding pattern waiting to get whatever else is left. It doesn't matter what we get submitted. It'll never be enough for some people. It'll never be enough for a, you know, a lot, you know, vast majority of the media. It'll never be enough for the Democrats. They'll continue, as you said earlier, to push that hardcore, like, oh, we, we'll never know. They'll, that's what they'll say. You know, Who knows? We think the president's guilty, and they'll keep that through to 2020. I mean, meanwhile, we had more evidence to suggest things that, you know, that Obama may have been complicit in when it comes to, you know, Benghazi and Solyndra and, you know, the IRS tax scandal. Fast and, and Furious. Fast and Furious. All of these things that there was actually information there to suggest that. Meanwhile, we got over it. The, the, it's a new day. I know. It, We're not obsessing over it still. The only thing I'm curious about is this obstruction stuff. Mm -hmm. And that is, this, that is the clarification that I want to see. That's the additional information. Like, it's the, the other stuff. It pretty seems like it's a pretty hard no that he wasn't yeah. involved in the collusion stuff. Mm. 
I'm more interested in their obstruction case. Well, that, and that's why, of course, the Democrats are in, are interested because if you can get 10,000 pages of documents and raw materials, you're going to be able to find something that's yeah. going to look embarrassing. If mm-hmm. you've ever seen any episode of the, the wonderful television show Suits, uh, the, the, documentary? Uh, the documentary, the uh, documentary <laughs> series uh, Suits, that's what they do all the time. They always get like you know they're always in the in the in the in the corner and they're you know everything's going against them and then they get like a thousand pages and one of the brilliant genius minds like scans scans through and finds one sentence that activates one clause and they win the lawsuit. Like, <laughs> that is what they're looking for. Like if they go through this and they get all the raw materials, of course they'll find something where some campaign official did something dumb or or Trump said something he shouldn't have or whatever the thing was. And then they'll use that as a political um, uh, weapon to go after the president and, and try to take him out for 2020. I mean, that, they have no interest. They, they know he didn't do anything wrong at this point. They're, they have no interest in actually trying to find that. I think they just want to find that thing that they can latch on to, that can appear in campaign commercials and do all the things uh, that are supposed to have the most impact. And I think in a lot of ways, like the, the fervor over this uh, you know, investigation actually helps Trump quite a bit here. It would have been an think of this uh, uh, alternate world for a second, where uh, the investigation is going on and nothing comes out and there's no additional reporting. We don't really know anything. And then on Friday they release all of it at once, meaning the six campaign officials with Trump all get indicted on the same day. Manafort and and all of this all happens on the same day, and all of it comes out at once with the 25 Russians and all these other things. In a way, it would have had a lot more impact. It would have been like, holy crap. Like, it would have gone from nothing happened there, no one had done anything wrong, to, whoa, six people from the campaign, and like, what's going on? It would take time to sift through that. The media was so obsessed with it for every little detail. Like, the fact that Paul Manafort, like, did something wrong, and it was completely dissociated from Russia, but... Uh, you know, that seems like ancient history. Like, I've, you know, everyone's already forgotten about it. You know, the fact that Michael Flynn lied to the FBI is, like, so ancient. I, like, what, was it this century? Was it this day? You know, I have no idea anymore. Um, so kind of the way they rolled this out, their obsession actually, I think, let them down in some ways because this, you know, the investigation did find some real things. Most of it, though, was with Russia, which is what it was tasked to find. What's crazy is in another alternate world, if you just go back in time and you whisper to the president, don't fire Comey. This would have been over a long time ago, because if it's yeah. really a closed and shut case like this, that he, they couldn't yeah. find any information linking him to Russia, mm-hmm. this is done. It's over with. Yeah. Last year. That's and okay. it's, yeah. it's put to bed. It's done. And there's no obstruction to even talk about. I mean, that's it. Yeah. I, you made the, uh, the point earlier um, about the, the Democrats, you know, still trying to use this. I, you're, you are going to give me a face on this still. Okay. I'll try. Okay. I, I've got to tell you, the way that I see the Democrats still using this, you saw Bet, sorry, Bob Francis, <laughs> uh, you saw him on Saturday, the day before the report, either the day after the report came out, standing up in front of an audience telling them that the president had, you know, that there was knowledge that he had collusion with Russia. I mean, mm-hmm. it's so dishonest. Yep. And what he's up against is so dishonest. I'm about to get me a red hat. Oh, wow. I'm I'm that done with it. I'm that done with it. And it's not because Mm -hmm. I love President Trump, but it's just because you're up against a a party. It seems like an entire party Mm -hmm. who just they're just going to use things that are complete 
false statements yeah. and sell them to the useful idiots in their audience. And it's, I think it's important to, to step back and think about what is the purpose of that. Because um, I think it's going to have that effect on a lot of people who are just going to want to be like, even if they're skeptical of yeah. Trump, just be like, screw it, I'm so sick of these people. But remember, what they're doing now is not designed to get you. It's mm-hmm. designed to get a des- Democratic primary voter, someone who's much different than anyone in this building. Um, and you know, when you're looking at, all they want is toughness. They want him to go after it no matter what. They want to promise uh, that they're going to impeach him. Mm-hmm. They want them to go as far as possible to please that left-wing activist you know, side to get those votes early on. Making that transition back to normal conversation afterwards is going to be challenging and, and something that Trump can absolutely take advantage of. Yeah. All right. Back in a minute. I really think. Yeah. Those of you watching on YouTube, Facebook, uh, iTunes, if you're listening, you're about to miss out on our Avenatti conversation. Yeah, sucks for you. But if you are a member of Blaze TV, you can watch Overtime. Go to blazetv.com, use promo code NEWS, and get $10 off of your annual subscription. I mean, I'm just saying, that's when all the rules are thrown out the window. And we're about to talk about Avenatti and Jesse Smollett's lawyer. I know, Trump doesn't drink, but this is the day to start. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. Before we get to Avenatti, I just I, I have to tell the audience that we were on break and Stu is like, oh, no, looking at his phone. And Jason says, what? Still, uh, I got an alert from Taco Bell that the nacho fries are going away. <laughs> which I, I feel you got like got an alert that, from Taco Bell. <laughs> I did, and I also feel like this should not be buried in overtime. Okay, this is a top of the show type of story. How do you send alerts from Taco Bell? That's, that's what, what I'm wondering. Is you it, sign up for the app? app and then say yes when they want to send you alerts. Oh, and of okay. course, I mean, look, I know. Look, you're the you're the weird one here. Jason and I have a Taco Bell bonding that has gone back for quite some time. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, including how they now deliver. Um, and uh, they do? yeah, yes, and they have nacho. The nacho fries are—they're uh, pretty spectacular. Yes, they're amazing. And not only do they deliver, it's like it's like this awesome little bag with mm-hmm. a, they put your name and like a little smiley face on it. it so personalized, totally makes you happy. They like you. They, they it makes you. it makes you happy <laughs> until you eat the food and you're stuck in the bathroom for the rest of the day. I, you know, I don't know what's wrong with you, but I'm fine <laughs> with Taco Bell. That's basically what I live on. Banning so. nacho fries is like banning. Broccoli and Sarah World. Yeah, that would Imagine be bad. If that I would do happen. love broccoli. With, with extra virgin olive oil on with top. Extra virgin olive oil. Isn't that a thing? <laughs> it is. Okay, it is. Uh, all right. So Michael Avenatti. <laughs> oh, I don't know who did, did Trump go visit? Like some voodoo witch doctor who just put all of her bad juju on yeah. wherever Trump wanted it to go. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I. It is one of those things where maybe like the negative energy had built up from the media for so long that it's just all bound to come around. He was due for some karma. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Michael Avenatti, who, uh, you know, the story of Avenatti is going to be an interesting movie someday because he's really, to me, a complete nobody until the Stormy Daniels thing. Like, I didn't know who he was. I mean, he was apparently a a wealthy lawyer and made a lot of money, at least. Uh, You know, whether he was able to keep any of that money is now kind of in question as he's having problems paying rent in his office and such. Um, but he went through, did this Stormy Daniels thing, wanted to make himself into some giant celebrity. And since then, it's been tick after tick after tick. Oh, of, he of was going to run for president. Yeah. I mean, he was visiting Iowa. <laughs> he 
I mean, Democrats, he was getting real profiles about how he may very well win. Mm-hmm. Someone tallied um, up his hours on CNN, MSNBC, and some of these other networks. It yeah. was hundreds of hours. Oh, they went it through, was insane. They went through a good month, month and a half, where he was every night on one or two or three shows. I mean, it was embarrassing. Mm. Um, and then, you know, the Kavanaugh thing was where it went wrong for him because he brought out the really terrible, um, I, think she, I think it was the third accuser, um, yes. And and it was the one who was saying, oh, well, it was a gang rape all throughout high school. It was like so flatly bizarre. And it gives you a little bit of hope that the American people do have that line of, of credibility that, you know, like Avenatti was able to violate something in people. They were just like, okay, that's ridiculous. All right, get the, put the guy in the Supreme Court. And Democrats started to hate him because that was essentially the reaction to his accuser. People were like, you know, they, t- they treated, uh, you know, the first one, uh, the doctor, uh, relatively well. And I think most people either gave her a real uh, credibility or at least, you know, I, I want to hear a story. And, you know, I, mean, I kind of believe her. They thought her credibility was relatively, you know, uh, you know at least somewhat credible. But then Avenatti ruined it. And so then they lost their Supreme Court thing. And, and they're, you know, you got to blame somebody. You can't blame yourself, of course, if you're the media. So they blamed Avenatti. So since then, he's had that. He had the, the thing about where he couldn't pay his bills at his office. He, uh, he's had other legal problems with, um, you know, domestic. relation to domestic abuse yeah, yeah. type of accusations and stuff. And then today, um, he apparently was shaking down Nike. <laughs> <laughs> because, of course. Because, obviously. Um, and so what he apparently did was call up Nike, uh, him and another uh, high-profile lawyer who we'll get to in a moment, uh, and said, pay us $15 to do a sham um, investigation of your company um, to, uh, into your, uh, uh, whether you're paying uh, athletes illegally. And if you do that, we won't release the information. And so Nike's like, okay, we'll get back to you. And they just picked up the phone and called the FBI. We're like, this guy is shaking us down for $15 million. He's the guy who's on CNN every day and the other guy who's on CNN every day. Um, and uh, so they, they, they busted him on this. And um, I think it was 40 minutes before the arrest happened, he was tweeting about a press conference about Nike and all their practices that was coming up tomorrow. And I guess that's not happening now. Mm. If you're having, wouldn't you lay low for a little while? Yeah. Like, you've just been destroyed for the past couple, two, three months or whatever. Yeah. Like, who in their right mind is like, hey. no self-awareness. That's the problem. (laughs) There's no self-awareness. Kenny thought he was going to be president, right? That's real, no (laughs) self-awareness. But I I do think there's something a little different with Avenatti in that, like, could be wrong on this, but it's just, again, this is complete speculation. But it seems like his actions have become increasingly exponentially erratic. You know what I mean? To the yeah. point of, like, what, 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 you're calling up a multi-billion dollar corporation and demanding $15 million for a fake, allegedly, a fake uh, investigation. I, I, I think, like, all these problems have mounted and he's doubled down. And his way of answering this was, well, if I go on TV every night and talk about Stormy Daniels, maybe I'll get a book deal or I'll get something else. And to cover whatever was going on beforehand. And I think he's tried to, it's like the fire festival, right? Like, yeah. you, you know, like we realize, oh crap, we don't have an island anymore. And oh no, there's no food there. Well, you just keep escalating and escalating and escalating and then hope it all works out at the end. And I think it's finally kind of caught up to him uh, where now he's in, I mean, massive uh, trouble. And the other lawyer he was talking about was Mark Garagos, who I think was from the OJ thing. I think it goes back to like the OJ time uh, timeline. He's been around for a long time. Uh, but he was apparently partnering with Avenatti, allegedly, on this particular matter. And uh, he is also a CNN contributor. Uh, he is no longer a CNN contributor as of today, uh, now because of these, uh, the latest story. 
But what? And he was—he's also currently Jesse Smollett's lawyer. So think about this from uh, from the perspective of Donald Trump, where he gets the exoneration from the Mueller. He gets Avenatti, his nemesis, is going to prison most likely, and uh, Jesse Smollett's lawyer, who's also you know loosely related to the Trump storyline is also now in major we're, trouble. We're going to have to create a new game, like a seven degrees of Michael Avenatti, and they'll <laughs> all intersect with some crazy Trump scandal somehow. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, I, I saw earlier this afternoon the White House had actually sent a, a memo to all of the mainstream television um, you know, producers for all of the networks, and it basically just said, hey, you know, in, in light of the Mueller report being released... Here are a few of the um, contributors to your network and what they said and listed, you know, whether it be Democrat lawmakers or, you know, someone like Mark Garagos or Michael Avenatti, um, just a long list of these people and what they said and just said, you know, do you think that moving forward that you guys can put more credible people on or perhaps not have these people Mm. on who have shown to not be credible contributors? I actually loved it. Like, I read the whole thing, and I thought, this is an absolutely fair point for them. Who did this? The White House. Oh, I, you know what? It's, you know what's ridiculous to me? And I was thinking about this this morning. Some of the two biggest people that have, have helped push this were James Clapper and um, John Brennan. Yes. And I, for, to, as, as, as a person that used to be part of the intelligence community, I am ridiculously embarrassed because if you had these two people that were at the, high, the highest echelons, they were, the, they, they were leading intelligence agencies, to have them so convinced and telling everyone they were so convinced that they were guilty, some of them saying treasonous at, po- at, right. at points. That's ridiculous. That's embarrassing. And plus, if you're a paid contributor, and I don't know, maybe, maybe everyone doesn't have the same outlook, but just to, to it, follow me through on this. If you are trained at the highest levels to be in propaganda, espionage, spycraft, lying to people in mass <laughs> and then you're a paid contributor on a news network <laughs> a little, little conflict right a yeah, little bit yeah like, little bit. it is it is weird and I, it really should be a moment of uh, cause a moment of reflection with the media i mean you know avenatti is probably the biggest example of this and that and like they really did put him on as if he was this credible guy and put him on every night and listen to him and some journalists pushed back on him sometimes but generally speaking, he, he, what he said was accepted with open arms. And it was guest after guest after guest after guest uh, that went on. And I think there is a, a high probability that the people who were making those decisions legitimately believed Donald Trump had done these things. And they justified not questioning and putting on these people who didn't really know to say these things because in the end, it was good for the country. You know, Rachel Maddow has a real agenda, right? She wants certain things to happen. Donald Trump isn't doing those things. To her, she probably legitimately feels anything to get him out because it's good for America and it's good for what I believe is going on and he's a hate monger and all those things. You can't make decisions like that. You can't live in a world in which you are trying to judge uh, things without taking them at, on a point-by-point basis. You're just saying, well, the ends justify the means. I'll overlook the fact that this person has nothing to support that. I'll overlook the pa- fact that this person has a political agenda and, and an incentive uh, to, to bash Donald Trump. They really should have that moment of reflection and say, look, next time this thing happens, we need to handle this differently. We were really wrong on this. We really screwed this one up. You know, I mean, we talked about this a little bit on radio today, and I think, you know, you guys would all be in, in the same boat, in that if this had come out 
and it had real evidence of Donald Trump doing something wrong, we would be on the air today telling you there was real evidence of Donald Trump doing something wrong. Absolutely. And like, I, can you a- ask your, think about that and ask yourself that, your, that question of every media source you consume today. Mm-hmm. I mean, are, are you seeing from the, the left wing source or mainstream source, are they saying that Donald Trump was pretty much exonerated on this? You know, like ABC News today, I thought they did a good job with it. They said, you know, look, I think it's about 95% of what he could have possibly hoped for. Like, if they didn't fully exonerate him on the, on the uh, obstruction, obstruction, but everything else he got was exactly what he would have wanted. And, like, that's a, a totally fair way of looking at it. And it makes me respect a place like that, you know, ABC, on that, in that particular case a little bit more. But if you have a case, if you have someone that you listen to who you think if it came out the other way, they wouldn't have told you that, I mean, I, got, <laughs> Brian Stelter. <laughs> well, Excuse yeah, me. I haven't heard. I haven't heard what Brian said on this particular uh, topic. I know, uh, you know, he, he's been tweeting about some pretty about ridiculous okay. things. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it's a Just fair question. No, no self awareness. Anybody on anything, right? To make sure that look, it, w- what would they have done? Do I believe they would have done the right thing in the other si- situation? Because if you don't believe it, why are you there? Why are you there? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I wish there was a moment where this would be like, holy crap, what are we doing? We've got an election coming up. A lot is on the line. We better cover this stuff for real this time. Do you, uh, I don't know if they're going to do that, though. I, I, would, I would guess no. I don't think that they will. And I think that the, the Covington Catholic story is, is proof of that. Yeah. I think that they had an opportunity to not slander a 16-year-old boy and mm-hmm. they chose the wrong path on that. So, I mean, you would think. <laughs> yes, I mean, if you're going to. This is, yeah, this is a 16 year old boy you're talking about, not their mortal enemy, Donald Trump. Right. So, I mean. But I th- he was wearing the red hat. That's a great point. That's a great point. That's a really great point. And that red hat means evil. I think their egos and the, the egos in the media. It's good that they're getting it's bruised right now because I think the ego and in, in the bigger media uh, publications or uh, you know cable news is like half the reason for this or the, actually not half the reason the vast majority of it. They're so like they saw uh, Donald Trump's presidency as their like Daniel Rosenberg you know Pentagon Papers oh, sure. like mm-hmm. moment mm-hmm. like this was it. Mm-hmm. They're like if we're ever going to get it close to that prestige, it's going to be in this administration. Mm-hmm. So every single little hint. You know, like and it's and most of it was vapor. They would like hear a hint. They'd hear about something. They'd, yeah. Like at least at least in the Rosenberg thing, they actually had like truckloads of paperwork to go through. Like they're not even going through anything on this. So like, yeah, well, sources are telling us that yeah. this is big, guys. <laughs> and then r- taking it and running with it. Yeah. But yeah. and what what you do when your ego is bruised shows what kind of person you are, yep. right? I mean, like everybody goes through. Like I, you know, I'm not going to give them that big of a break. This is a, a multi-year situation. But like, if you're in that situation where you really think Donald Trump is Satan and you need to do something to get him out of office. This is a good time to stop and think about the way you've handled this because, you know, you really can at times get out ahead of yourself. You know, you want something really badly to happen and maybe you do things you're not proud of. Like, take the moment while your ego is bruised to rethink this. I mean, we did actually see some of that with Covington. There were some people uh, through the Covington thing that said, wow, I really went crazy this. I tweeted about it and then I watched the video and I realized I was wrong. It wasn't widespread, but there was some of it. And, you know, you like to see that. And when it happens, it's worth pointing out. Yeah. Uh, all right. The poll from Friday. Do you support Trump's executive order for free speech on college campuses? <laughs> 96% of you said yes. 4% of you said no. And, and? it was my poll, so there wasn't an unsure <laughs> option. <laughs> uh, and then today's poll, were you surprised by the results of the Mueller report? Let us know at The Blaze's Twitter. That is at The Blaze. And I want to bring up into the conversation, we have a uh, The Blaze Why comment regarding this particular question. 
Um, the, remember, you can tweet us your questions and comments using the hashtag TheBlazeWhy. George is responding to, were you surprised by the results of the Mueller report? I was always baffled by any, or I was always baffled anyone would think the communists colluded to help the capitalists beat the socialists. <laughs> I love it. I read it and went, what did I... Oh, yeah, that's a really great point, George. <laughs> um, do you, I imagine that Hillary Clinton is, is just stewing right now, just sitting somewhere in a really dark room. Just like, oh, yeah, I mean, if you... No more excuses left. I know. I know that's really... Her, the only thing she's holding on to is that Donald Trump had, like, you know, had the Russians reprogram voting machines, and now there's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that sucks. You gotta sucks imagine, she does not want to make a public appearance <laughs> no. anytime soon. <laughs> All right, that's it for us. We'll see you guys tomorrow. I don't know if I can live without another Hillary appearance, though. I need to know what she's thinking at all times. At all times. Thanks for listening to the News and Why It Matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.